Harper Bliss, author of Lesbian Fiction. And I'm her missus. Thank you for listening to our podcast where we try to talk about our journey in writing and publishing. But we usually get sidetracked by television or our cat. Meow. Welcome to Harper Bliss and her missus. Hello everyone. This is episode 89 of... Harper Bliss and her missus. We're recording this on Wednesday, 6th January 2021. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. It's a new year. It's 2021. I know a lot of people were very happy to see the end of 2020. Yes. Because for a lot of people, it was a horrible, horrible year. The horror. The horror, yeah. Yes. I mean, it was a different year, that's for sure. For, for many, I mean, for... Us youngsters who haven't, well, no, I mean, people who haven't been through, you know, the like the major hardship of a war or anything like that. It was a, it was a year like unlike any other. Oh, definitely. You know, yes, it's true. But comparing it to the war, I'm not sure. Well, I, <laughs> I mean, think that's very different. But yeah, but I mean, that's the. But it's true that we, yeah, it's what right. a lot of people say. It's that we're waging a war against COVID, oh, and yeah. you know. You know, the, you know, you have to stay in and all yes, that. Yes, but and staying in and being in your own home, I think, is very different well, than the threat of, of war. Course, of course, but for a lot of people, this is the worst thing that they've had to yes, go through. Yes, that's true. For us, this is, I mean, not the worst thing it's out, but, you know, for a lot of people, this is like the... Because because we've been so privileged to live in an era, in our part of the world at mm-hmm. least, that be, that's been relatively conflict free or and you know or natural disaster free or anything like that no you're right so in that respect it's, yes it, it was a but, but uh, i mean i know there are a lot of people who have way worse problems than than that for sure Got but for a lot of people problems but a bitch <laughs> anyway so for a lot of people were happy to see the end of 2020 yes um i mean our year wasn't that bad it was Honestly, a bit, it, i mean i I may be reviled for saying it, but I had a great year mm-hmm. for several reasons. Yes. Because it was so slow and so mandatorily slow. Yes. For me, it was great. Mm-hmm. Plus, we sold a lot of fucking books. <laughs> <laughs> we had a record year of sales. And definitely due to Corona crisis, people read more books. Yes. They can't go to the bookshop. They discover ebooks. Yes. So, in that respect, for us, for me, I won't speak for you. For me, it's been, you know, because of who I am, it's not been that bad. No. Well, no, I mean, for me, it hasn't been that bad either. But, I mean, there are, I mean, it's beginning to be long, the whole thing of, you know, not being able to see a whole lot of people, not being able to travel, uh, yeah, that kind of stuff. It's, you feel restricted in your yeah. freedom. And, and also there's there's always the fear, like, you know, if I go out, because um, um, my sister told me that a friend of hers, um, her parents, her father, who never, who never goes out, not even to the shop, his wife went to the shop, some stereotypical role patterns there, but never mind, different generation. And uh, he got COVID anyway. Mm-hmm. So his wife must have picked it up in the shop. But th- didn't he also go to hospital for some kind of treatment regularly? Didn't she say something like that? Oh, did he? Or was that someone else? Because mm-hmm. I think she said the only thing he goes out for is to go, he has to go to the hospital for, I don't know, some kind of... I don't know dialysis or something like that that he has to go and then, no that I think oh, that your was, mum has said no 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 it was when we were at your sister's now she talks about 
Well, we will just want to want to wish them Chris, Merry Christmas from afar. The, she, she mentioned that I think uh, the guy had to go to the hospital, and, uh, and yes, so he probably got it there. It up he in probably the got it there. But uh, you know, so anyway, there's always a risk of picking it up somewhere, and I mean you. Even though we are not necessarily in the most at-risk group, no, you can still, you know, you can still be really sick, and you can still, you know, have very bad consequences from it. So I mean, you, you don't it, want to get it. No, 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 definitely. And, and you also, don't want to pass it on, mostly. Yeah, you feel responsible for for other people in your life. Although we don't see them, we do see your mum. Yes, she's our cuddle contact. And although she, we don't cuddle. But she, but she's in an at-risk group because she's older. She, she I mean, is. She's in excellent health, more or less, but she's older. So, anyway. I was going to say something, but I forgot. Oh. I was going to make a point. Ooh. Then maybe it will it's, come back to you. It's going to be pointless again. <laughs> so <laughs> <It's> the, just... <laughs> the, the, the podcast is not going to be any more professional or profound in 2021. Even more pointless. Even more pointless. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I'm still trying to recuperate my thought, but I have to let it go. I'm not going to get it back. No. But uh, no, no, no. I think it's also like, um, yeah, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Never mind. No, it's because I read this this article written by a woman our age who did get corona. But she said, if anything, I felt better than usual. She didn't experience any symptoms, mm-hmm. even though she tested positive. Yes. That is also the case. And I think that is probably frustrating for many people. Like, you know, they might have even had it and they have not like suffered any consequences themselves and they feel very restricted and they want to go out. Like when your sister was here, she was like, oh, people are getting so depressed and they want to go out and they want to see people. And I understand all of that. Yes, of course. But I'm just not like that. (laughs) Well, you know, because for a lot of people, uh, they are being asked to put the good of the whole over the good of the... Of, yeah. this, of themselves and for I mean we live in a very individualistic society in I mean in our in the west or you know so it, and it's one of the first times that people are really being asked to think about their the consequences of, consequences of their actions for other people and you know restrict themselves for the good of others mm-hmm. and people are not used to that because people are basically selfish it's true we're not used to that a lot of all. people are very selfish and that's what because that's why there are still a lot of people who you know don't don't stay in who have parties you know who do who go to raves with a thousand people in france or that kind of oh, these youngsters i know but i you know, understand the young people though I when know. you're young i you just just want to go out yes even i wanted to do that yes. when i was young but it's you know it's let's say it's going to be maybe a year and a half in yeah. your life yes in your life that especially these youngsters they're going to live live even longer than we will they'll probably live till 120 <laughs> make up for it later you know it's going to be 1% of their life that will have been more it's true but hard. but these are things that you know it's easy for us to say but we are not these young people but we're still not very old you no know? but we are no we are also we feeling are restrained, restricted by these things but um uh, the way i look at it is it's okay yeah it's it sucks now but it's in the grand scheme of our lives it's going to be a very short period yes but think about this if covid had happened 20 years ago we might not have met well, that's true maybe because we met like at this big festival the festival was cancelled this year yes 
So we might not have met. We might have met. I don't know. Who knows? No, but we met through mutual friends, so we probably would have met at another occasion. Yes, but maybe it was the occasion. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe it was all of the things coming together and look at us now. Yes, 20 years later. And our pointless podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me think of Pointless, the TV show, and Fia and Jane who said they were going to be on the Christmas special. Well, I've been looking and looking and anticipating i have not seen this anywhere no, when are they going to be on maybe they were joking or maybe the episode is you know, would got they canned. joke would they joke like that i don't know <laughs> maybe they were too bad at it <laughs> they did say they didn't know how the game worked <laughs> no, they did you not have to watch it at least 10 times before you know how it works yes it maybe it's a bit complicated but yeah we did uh, speaking of jane we listened to her very last moments on oh, women's yeah, hour we, we listened live yeah we did because she's now gone and uh, she gone. She well, she's gone from Woman's Hour. She's still amongst us. <laughs> she's still alive. <laughs> she's alive, and she's still doing the podcast with me. But uh, well, it was last... I think the one of the reasons why she no longer. I mean, I'm I I am not Jane Garvey. I cannot look inside her head. But I think the podcast that un- unfortunately it's fortunately. <laughs> The fortunately being so popular is probably influenced her decision to leave oh, yeah. because it says it has opened many doors for her. Yeah, also, the podcast is going to be on the radio now yes. on Radio 4. So, so go- who knows what this getting podcast another show. will bring us? Yeah, maybe we can be on BBC Radio 4. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> Good joke. Maybe, uh, maybe not. <laughs> maybe that's not our audience. <laughs> I don't have the correct accent for that. No, well, maybe, yeah. Well, there or, are... or content. <laughs> no, it's mostly that, I think. <laughs> accent might not be that much of a problem these days. Anyway, so, anyway. Happy New Year. Yes. Um, to everyone. 2021 will probably be pretty awesome because once, you know, once I think it is going to be a while before I think the second half of 2021 is going to be awesome. Yes. First half, let's just take It'll be it more easy. of the same probably for a while. And yeah, then, I think so. But then in the second half, things are gonna become amazing. What are we gonna do though? Travel. Travel. I want to travel. I know you said I want to go for away for a month or two months, and I said yes, let's you did. do it. You but seemed now very thinking, enthusiastic at the time. I was, but now I don't know. You know what I'm like when I'm away from home for longer than 72 hours. Yes, I want to go back. It, but it depends how, you know, how, which what kind of travel and how it's organized and how you can anticipate it, you know, if you can prepare for it mentally and all of that. Mm-hmm. It will be interesting. Well, we'll see. It might not happen because, you know, maybe we'll still be in lockdown. It might not be this year yet, actually. Yeah. So, anyway, we will talk about that later. I, I think we won't be in lockdown anymore, but there might still be like quarantines and yes. stuff like that. Yes. So we we cannot predict the future. This we have learned. Yes, indeed. This has also been a very valuable lesson for me. Mm-hmm. No matter how much you try to control everything, it's pointless. I think pointless is the... The word of the podcast? Yes. <laughs> Maybe it's that can be the title. Pointless. Harper is pointless. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. We'll Why see. not? We'll see. Why not? But I think we can definitely promise that this podcast will not be more professional no. or profound. Oh no! This year, if, if anything, probably less. <laughs> <laughs> yes, probably.
probably. So yeah. So there you go. But you So just more of the same. Just more of the same, yes. More of the same silliness. Silly. Silly well, you know. <laughs> I'm just I'm a bit I don't know. Are you loopy? Are I'm, you on drugs? I'm a bit loopy, I don't know why. It's strange. Yeah. Oh well. Loopy's fine. Yeah. But you are back to writing in your book? Yes, finally. Finally? Because you I missed took it. Two, two weeks off. I hadn't planned it, but in the break between Christmas and New Year, I tried. But then, I don't know, like I had a couple of bad nights sleep. And I said, fuck this. I'm just taking time off. Mm-hmm. And I did. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm back to writing, yes. And yes. Of course, I love it because... Um, yeah, I love this book so much. It, it's like uh, Seasons of Love and If You Kiss Me Like That I had a book baby plus some second chance thrown in. So Excellent. Who doesn't, who doesn't want that? I don't know. And I mean, to read it, I have to write it. Yes. And I used, I used to think I had to write it very quickly, but I'm now practicing the art of slow writing. Mm-hmm. And it's a bit hard for me to come to grips with. I mean, I've already slowed down a lot, but like these days, actually... I, Sometimes I'm no. I don't want to use the word shame because it's 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 too overblown. Shame. shame. <laughs> but sometimes I'm like, it's almost shameful how how little I write a day. I used to be like almost embarrassed. Like, do I? I'm a writer and I only spend this much time per day writing. But all of these things, thinking all of these things, is completely pointless. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, that is what I'm learning. But, you know, I'm a slow learner. It takes me a year to properly learn something. Mm -hmm. But anyway, I'm back. uh, I'm back into my book. And now you're also doing the second draft. And I am enjoying it a lot. I think this is going to be a hit. A hit? I mean, yeah, it's it's it reads really easily, well, and you know, I mean, and I'm still only in the very first bit, so. Well, thank you for saying that, but I think predicting a hit is impossible. No, but you know, I. I, I thought a breathless place was gonna be a hit. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> no, but I think, um, I mean, a breathless place was your best writing so far, but I think if you kiss me like that, it was also. Uh, which was a big hit that was the writing was top notch was mm-hmm. a level up from you know other books you had written before i thought mm-hmm. but it had you know it's a happy romance a breathless place i mean a lot of people some people know, don't want to read it because I of the know, theme it's so too depressing but although this, it's not depressing at all no. but yes but but this one is much more in the you know Theme-wise and the spirit of oh, If yeah. You Kiss Me Like That. It's age gap meets second chance. Yes, and it, I, I don't think it has any you know, deep depressing themes <coughs> or no. in it. So None of that. But the writing is top-notch. So oh, I think you. that's why I think people who enjoyed If You Kiss Me will really enjoy this one too. Ironically, or well, maybe ironically is the wrong word, but um, A Breathless Place made it onto various best of 2020 lists no sign of if you kiss me like that. No, that's true. If you kiss me, whereas if you kiss me like that, I sold so many copies. I cannot believe it. This book has like astounded me. The mm-hmm. sale of this book, mm-hmm. like so many people must have read it. I get a lot of emails. So, oh, I enjoyed if you kiss me like that so much. But yeah, I mean, these are not the people who make the list. So. 
No, I think these lists are made, you know, by a very niche audience in, mm. you know, in certain Facebook groups and stuff. But people who bought the book, you know, people who buy the book on Amazon are not necessarily in these niche. This things. is why, um, I mean, I'm grateful I'm on a list, but this is why, like, I don't submit books, books to awards and shit, you know. For me, it's just important that that people read it mm-hmm. and enjoy it. All the rest, fuck that. Mm-hmm. And that I enjoy writing it. Yes, well, that's very important. But I think if you enjoy writing it, people enjoy reading it. Yes, but... You can feel it. Yeah, probably. But I think a lot of writers, really a lot of writers, have the aspiration to be award-winning, quote-unquote. Yeah, who cares, really? Especially in Lesvig. Yes, I mean... What, what award can you, know, you if win? It's, if it's the Booker Prize or something like that, okay, <laughs> fine, but, you know... <laughs> The, the Goldie, I mean, I'm not dish, dissing the Goldies. I mean, they're, they're great for people it's, who want to submit. It's, but it's always just not, Jay who wins. It's anyway. just not our thing to... <laughs> Do you know what I think? Because now, I, I don't know if it's the Goldies or the Lammies. Like, they split the category in romance, like, plus 100,000 words and more than 100,000 words and That's in fewer. the Goldies, I think. I think it's because, you know, otherwise Jay always wins. <laughs> I think they need to give other people a chance. Also, I'm not dissing Jay. I enjoyed her book. What's it called? With the phone. Wrong yes. number, right woman. Yes, a, a lot. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, um, you have in the notes. What, ha- what have I got? Caroline is doing and three question marks. Well, yes. I just you know I wanted to give you the opportunity to talk about what you're doing. Well, I'm. I'm I've started second drafting. I also put a smiley. Yeah. 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 True. <laughs> I'm. Um, Revamping the cover of one of your backlist books. Ooh, can't uh, wait to see it. Yeah, well, it's nowhere near done yet, but uh, that's all right. It's, no know. pressure. Everything is slow this year. Yes, um, and apart from that, what have I been doing? You bake a lot of bread. I've been cooking and baking. Yeah, since uh, we got the Otto Lange cookbook flavor, you've been doing a lot of Otto Lange recipes, and they're all delicious. Oh yeah, if if. Audience members, if you enjoy cooking and you enjoy very flavorful food, this recipe book, Flavor by Yotam Otolenghi, is really great. It's all vegetable based, there's no meat at all in it. Um, and we bought it because we wanted to, you know, have more vegetable. Re- I mean, I wanted to have more vegetable recipes in my repertoire. Yeah. And uh, so I've made a few. I've ma- I think I've made five of the recipes so far. Yeah. And they've all been really, really good. All, really all delicious. I mean, I know. Would you he has say a- that um, someone, who, someone who is not very adept at cooking could make these dishes? Definitely. The 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 thing with him is that often he requires these ingredients that most people would not have in their pantry but i think in a lot of them could be substituted by something more current and also these days you can order anything online i mean i even found in belgium this one shop by this i think guy who's obviously a very big otolenghi fan because he has special lists of all the ingredients used in this cookbook by otolenghi and i think by other ones as well where you can just order as a package everything that's used in it that's a bit special but i mean brilliant business idea yeah because this book is a huge hit i think this guy must have made a lot of dosh because um, everybody got this book for christmas or new years <laughs> but anyway i there's a, there are a lot of recipes that don't need that special an ingredient but and as i say a lot of 
these things that can be substituted. Like for instance, yesterday I made, I made uh, there's a black bean recipe and he uses uh, two different kinds of chilies, but I didn't have those kinds, but I had other kinds of chilies. So I just used the other ones, for example. You know, um, in some recipes he uses uh, black garlic, but if you don't have black garlic, you just use regular garlic. Right. Um, <laughs> that kind of stuff There's, but I, if you do get the book and you haven't made this recipe yet I highly recommend it it's the Harissa roast potatoes oh. they are so good oh. and they're really not difficult mom, to make your, even your mum couldn't stop eating them on New Year's Eve I know they're such <laughs> a hit oh, they were such a potato. hit oh I have one more potato <laughs> no they're really really good and I can highly recommend them but everything tastes so vibrant Yeah, but like, he uses a lot of herbs and a lot of lemon juice or lime yeah. juice. Yeah, oh, it's so and, good. And, you know, that that gives, like in these beans yesterday, there's a, these fried aromatics on top, fried garlic mm. and lime leaves and mustard seeds. And, you know, it's little, small little things, but it gives so much flavor and, uh, and the, real pop. It is pop. A, a good title for the book, Flavor. Yes. Excellent. And, uh, also, it's very pretty with all the colors. Yes. So it looks good in your bookcase. I highly recommend. I'll, I'll put a link in the description to it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I've been cooking some of that stuff so, and I can recommend it. You but, have been doing a lot of cooking. But I've also been reading a lot. Yes. And the book I have just finished, I just finished this morning, and which I loved, loved, loved almost, if not as much as Girl, Woman, Other. Oh, really? Is The Vanishing Half by... Brit Bennett? Bennett, yes. It is so good. Better than Evelyn Hugo. Uh, well, it's different. I think Evelyn Hugo is a bit lighter. This is a bit uh, uh, more... That's probably why I like it so much, because it's light. But it's... <laughs> is uh, it depressing? No, no, no. It's not depressing at all. Okay. Um, the, but the writing is just so good. Uh, I mean, read I, kept, it after. I kept reading and reading. I didn't want to stop. I uh, know. When did you start it? Like the day before yesterday? No, I, no, I started it on the 31st of December, I think, uh, yeah. because I, I just, just after I finished my You made your book, goal, your I made reading my, goal. Yes, I made my Goodreads challenge of 25 books. And this is the one I started after I finished. I set myself a challenge of 26 books for the oh, year. 26? Yeah, I added one. Okay. Because I do read a lot. I read your books, and those are not those are not included in that tally. So no, that's know. work. Though. And also, you know, it depends which book, how long the book is that you read, of course. Yes. Anyway, but I can very, very highly recommend this. And I mean, it's been on many lists and recommended by. So I think it was Barack Obama's one of his favorite books of 2020. Also, I mean, a lot of people enjoyed this book a lot, and I can concur with all of them. It's a great book. Okay, well, I will definitely give it a chance. Yes, yeah, since now you are finally taking my But book recommendations. <laughs> oh, guys, must we do this every time? Well, now I you... do take your recommendations, but you know I'm slow and it takes me a while yes. But to now get you, to them. Now you've finally gotten into The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. I'm uh, totally into it. Yes. The only problem is, like... Um, I, when I read this book before bed, I can't sleep because I just keep on reading, 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 and then I forget to go to sleep. <sighs> But it's as, um, oh, I love it. I mean, it it's extremely readable. It is. It just can't stop. And it's, oh, come on, one more chapter. Uh, it's one of those books, yeah, that you really cannot put down. And that really doesn't happen to me that often. Mm -hmm. But with this one, and I, I'm always looking for a book like that. And then when I don't find it, I'm like, ah. Mm. But now I'm glad. Yes, but I'm only 35% in. Mm -hmm. So um, so you have you still have 65% to look forward to. 
Yes. Lucky uh, you. I, I, yes. I understand what all the hype is about. Also, Eileen Chaikin and Jennifer Beale bought the rights. Jennifer Beals. Uh, uh, for To make it into a movie. Uh, I don't know. Could be, yeah. Yeah, that sounds familiar, that. Yeah. But, well, I'm not sure I'm happy about that. But we'll see. Maybe she'll be hands off. Eileen Chaikin, I mean. Uh, it was definitely a good move of hers to buy the rights to the book. Mm -hmm. Look at Reese Witherspoon with all the book rights she buys, you know. Yeah. And she produces it and often stars in it and mm -hmm. making a lot of dosh. Yes. Anyway, so you're enjoying it. I'm really happy. Yes, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Okay. I'm, I'm looking for a new book to read. I've uh, sent myself a few samples to try, but if anybody has any recommendations, please feel free to email them. I'm going to start, I'm going to try the other Brit Bennett book, The Mothers, I think it's called. Which Mothers? I think it's called The Mothers. Doesn't sound up your alley at all. Mm -hmm, but it, it looks is it about like, children? I, I'm not sure what it's about. Well, And the other book I'm going to try is Such a Fun Age. And I can't remember the author of that either. But uh, Kylie Reed. Uh, could be. Or Kylo. Anyway, that looks very interesting as well. So I've downloaded those two samples and I'll start on those okay. tonight. Happy reading. Thank you. You have another book that you want to mention, I think. Yes, it just come out. It is called Laziness Does Not Exist. Mm -hmm. I'm actually already 30% into that one as well. No, well, you, ha you haven't been lazy then. No. <laughs> well, no, because laziness does not exist. So one cannot be lazy. Indeed. But the premise, well, the premise, yeah, it's obviously it's nonfiction. But it's it's written by this uh, this person I started following on Instagram, on Medium, when I was still reading Medium a year ago. And I know this because it was in my journal. I journaled about them yeah. a year ago because they, they are non-binary. <clears throat> Dr. Devon Price, they blogged a lot about uh, neurodiversity and stuff yeah. in an extremely intelligent and eloquent way. Mm -hmm. This person is super smart. Okay. Like way above my grasping of it. Sometimes. <laughs> no, I do grasp it, but I'm like, well, what? You know? Mm -hmm. So I said, oh, this book, I must read it. And the premise is that when you feel lazy, it's just your body telling you that it's time to take a break, but society never lets you because it's always, oh, you have to make work, oh, you have to contribute, oh, you have to do this, now you have to do that. And then, you know, you get a burnout. Well, that is one of the premises. It's much, much, much wider than that. This is also why, you know, I'm, I'm really into embracing the slow lifestyle, slow writing, okay. slow everything. Slow everything, okay. And because at first I was like, when I um, when I booked my editor for the, for this book at Your Most Beautiful, um, she she wasn't free when I wanted her to do it. She could only do it, I think, two weeks after. And I was like, ah. But then now I thought, well, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just take take longer to write it. Mm -hmm. I'll just do it even slower. Like zero pressure and no judgment. But do you know how hard that is? When you run your own business and everything relies on your words, it's very hard. Mm -hmm. Because for years, I've always gone in the exact opposite direction. It's more words is more money. That's always what I've believed. But actually, it's not true. Because we are not machines. Like mm -hmm. We cannot squeeze out words every day. Mm -hmm. We must take it easy. And I find, and this is why... 2020 has been so great for me. It's like 
the slower I go, the better I feel. And it's it goes for everything. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, I like to take, take things extremely slow. Whereas in the past, I've always pushed myself to go so much faster. And to add on this, add on that, do this, do that. Fuck all of that. Just write, you know, and mm-hmm. enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Wise words. That's my f- my new philosophy. Less is more. That's your wisdom for 2021? <laughs> yes. If I were to ever write a non-fiction book, which I won't do, but if I were to, I would call it Less is More. <laughs> Excellent title. <laughs> or maybe pointless. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I, yeah, I, I feel like one must always preface this by saying, by acknowledging one's privilege. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I'm super privileged, but some of the privileges I have are all, have also been choices, though. Like, we don't have children. Mm-hmm. We have a cat who just had a hairball. Yes. <laughs> Barfield, but um, you know, I mean, say, oh, people with children, they can't, they can't do this, they can't do that. Well, you know, you don't have to have the children, you know. I think a lot of people don't even consider that they don't have to have the children. But this is not something I should go into casually like this. No, this is not a discussion for (laughs) the last minute of this podcast. Well, we haven't talked about uh, our television. Well, then we have to make time for that. Because we finished The Wire, and I think The Wire, it's, it's like a work of art. It's absolutely amazing. But then it was done. But I do have one big criticism of The Wire, though. Where are the women? I mean, Kima, she is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like she, the the most important woman in the show is a lesbian and a woman of color. Amazing. Probably way ahead of its time, but there's only one. Uh, and Ronnie? Yeah, Ronnie. But Ronnie is more like on the periphery. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's first she's with McNulty and then she's with the chief. Mm-hmm. That's, um, yeah. It's... I'm I'm glad she's there, but she's definitely not a main character. It's all about the men. No, that's true. And that, I mean, it is a show of its time, and mm-hmm. I hope this will change. Well, watching The Wire led us to our next binge watch, which is Bosch. Bish Bash. Bosch. <laughs> I would say. Which recycles a lot of the actors from The uh, Wire. Yeah. yeah, because I think the creator of the show, he... He was one of the writers yeah. on The Wire, the so, producers. So there's a lot of familiar faces in there. Yeah. Also a lot of men. Yes. But there is, you know, a, a female lieutenant. And she's a lesbian. Well, yeah, but that's, that's it's <laughs> not it, a big, big part of it, is no, it? No, not at all. Uh, unfortunately. No, there, it's, yeah, well, I mean, well, if you're going to base a show on a series of books of which the main character is a man... And I'm guessing, you know, most of the detectives when this started were men. Clearly, it needs more women. Oh, yeah, because the books are much older than the show. The books yeah. are in the set in the 70s and 80s, I think, the first ones. They've actualized the show to set it in modern, in contemporary times. But I think they should the have made Jerry a woman. Yeah, they could have put in a few women. More women. Yeah. It's always the same, in it? Mm-hmm. Well, this season that we're at now, there's a few more female cops. But, you know, the IA cops, they're, t- they're both women. Yeah. But, um, yeah. But they're IA. Yes. They're pains in the ass. Yes. <laughs> but the show in itself is... Uh, it's a good, it's show, good show, but, I mean, I do have some criticisms, as usual. But <laughs> of course. I, especially because now, uh, this is a spoiler. So if you don't want to be spoiled for season four of Bosch, close your eyes. But no, not your eyes, your ears. <laughs> 
<laughs> Close your ears. I really don't think it was necessary to kill. I always say Nina, but because she was Nina in 24. What's her name? Eleanor. Eleanor. I think it is just, it's too much. Like, like pile on the misery for Bosch. And I know they're doing it so that he can be even more broody and shit like that. But come on. The daughter, like she lost her mother now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, that I'm, I don't agree with. If but, I, but you know. But what we do agree with is his house. Yes. His house is amazing. Oh, I the view from this the house. <laughs> yes. I mean, of course, you have to accept living on a hill that looks like it. You know, the house looks like, looks like it might slide down the hill any moment. But <laughs> the view is amazing. But it is a good show because it's not flashy and um, it's it's really well made. Yes. And I mean, it, he you can tell that this is. A character from a long-running book series, like it's a very much fleshed-out, yeah. solid characters, and so are the side characters. I think I've said this before when we watched it the previous time. That what I enjoy about it is that, unlike other, you know, cop shows, um, the you know the solving of the crimes or whatever, it doesn't rely on all this technology. Mm. It's it's real police work. Police, like you know, real investigating and you know people thinking and discovering things and that's what i enjoy it's not all flashy uh, digital gadgets and all that kind of, i mean there is some of that of course because it's it's set now but uh, uh, that's what i enjoy it's, it's not yeah it's not really flashy no the plots are great yeah the characters are great well we needed it because after the wire we were headed for the black hole of no television show to binge doom Yes, but you can see there's always something. Oh, to rewatch. Yeah. Well, so. we have to really watch Bridgerton next. Yes. <laughs> it's all over. Even my newspaper. mother's watching it. <laughs> Her mother's like, watching. you haven't watched Bridgerton yet? <laughs> but that was because she couldn't get a regular TV to function anymore. All she had was Netflix. <laughs> so, of course, she watched it. <laughs> anyway, what else she going to do? Um, I think we should maybe, because we're already at 34 minutes. Yes, but I still have a miss. Okay, go ahead then. It's an extra long episode. Yes, for the new year. Okay. Well, I have um, come up with a new running setup and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I will definitely acknowledge your part in it. Because, yeah. I mean, I knew I was looking for something and I knew I could get it, but I didn't know how to get there. But then you said, well, why don't you do it like this? So what I do is, um, because I, I want to listen to music, obviously, but I also want to watch something. But what can you watch when you're running? On a treadmill. On a treadmill, yes. yes. This is treadmill running, obviously. I don't leave the house. <laughs> why, why would I leave the house? So on on my iPad, I watch footage of an a half marathon being run. Like, I don't know who filmed this and how they filmed it. Maybe with a camera on their head, but mm-hmm. it's not bouncy. But this this person is in the race. But do you see the person on camera, or no, is it never. just is it the view from their point of view? Yeah. Yeah. So they probably they probably have a cam. They're probably carrying a camera or have a camera on a stabilizer on them. Ah, uh, maybe. Something like that. Wow, that's some dedication. Mm-hmm. Because why would you do that? Well, I mean, I probably use like a GoPro camera, something that doesn't weigh a lot. So you, you know, you. Anyway, I'm very grateful they did it because it's like it's a it's the Niagara half marathon, and um, it's beautiful there. Plus, it's like 
there's people well not around me because I'm watching it I'm not but it feels like I'm in it like when you are running even though it's on the treadmill inside with other people running around you it's it's a very strange sensation but it's very yeah it's um, peaceful and meditative mm -hmm. and then on my phone I I play a running playlist like you know a certain beats per minute mm -hmm. and um, th because I'd seen the Celine Dion concert too many times now <laughs> I, can, I know what she's gonna say and stuff like that you know I, I need to take a break mm -hmm. and but I want to keep running because I do believe running is like it's like taking the happiest of happy pills it makes me so happy and I can run further and further that's true 48 minutes yes I did so, wow that is amazing so this is my new running setup okay great I w I'm in the race and I listen to, to my music because I said to you someone needs to invent this app where you can listen to music but also have scenery but I'm thinking that that app does not exist I mean certainly people have thought of this but I think it would be too expensive to license the music so you need to listen to the music on Spotify yes and then watch something else mm -hmm. well I'm sure there are apps but yeah they, they don't have the real songs or they have knockoff songs or that kind of stuff who it's wants too, that but um, but yeah you can on Spotify there are playlists you know running 165 BPM for example and then yeah. you can there are several and you can choose the one that has it's 160 though oh well, I mean whatever that's you, a lot of strokes you put in uh, a BPM and there's playlists on at that BPM that are made especially at, for that BPM so I, me I meant the band the strokes yes <laughs> which I never really I, I never really understood their popularity like I never well, they had one or two good songs jumped onto the hype there's so no. many. I mean, he has this gravelly voice and stuff like that. It's probably that. Maybe. But uh, yeah, a bit too many songs by the Strokes. We'll try another playlist next time. Yeah. So, okay. So now maybe we can say goodbye for this week. Say good. Yes. Yes. Sorry. I was, <laughs> I was already. The playlist was already playing in my head. So uh, we will be back next week. Of course. Still. What is else pointless. we gonna do? Still pointless though. Okay. Then, until next week. Do you have any exciting plans? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Sorry. Just regular plans. I'll let, you, I'll let you stop now. Yes, because otherwise it's going to take way too long to edit, you know. Yes. One can feel that you don't have to do anything anymore for this podcast after this conversation. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Stop. Okay. I'm out. Okay, bye. Bye. For listening to Harper Bliss and Her Misses. You can find all the episodes and show notes at harperblissandhermisses.com. We also have a favor to ask. If you could rate and review the podcast wherever you listen to it, that would help other people find us. Thank, Thank you! you.